Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is often shaken but never stirred. Mm. We are continuing, if I could speak, our summer vacation from recasting movies and instead we're looking at some of our favorite franchises and what they'll be in the coming years. With a license to podcast, it's Hassa. White. 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 And from Canada with love, it's Chris. Myself. Uh, We've gone through the galaxy to wage a philosophical war over the Force. We've planned out the educational world for witches and wizards. Um, And now we're going to tackle the undercover world of MI6. Which actor is next to step in the role of everyone's favorite spy? Who knows? Where do we go after 27 films? How do we replace Sean Connery? We we did. We did. Six times. Like six times. (laughs) So let's get down to discussing Agent 007 in this episode of Bond, the story of a spy. Ooh. I'm getting good at these. Yeah. So, James Bond. Yep. This is one of my favorite franchises. I absolutely love these movies. Um, I will admit I have not seen them all. That's fine. There's a lot of them. There's 27. Yeah. Apparently. Um, I, I've i been watching them since I was a kid. Started mm. watching them with my dad and, mm. you know, just kind of went from there. I remember when Pierce Brosnan was hired Bounce. and his movie started up and Goldeneye was just so good. I remember <sighs> seeing that in the theaters. And then, Goldeneye's the best. Yeah. Um, and then when Daniel Craig got picked, everyone was like, no, he can't be blonde. He looks like a villain. <laughs> But everyone loves him now, so yeah, mm. most people mm. love him. Most people love him. So, should we go over you? What's your uh, history with Bond? Do you have one? I mean, my dad loves Bond. I remember watching him. I remember buying him. I think one year for Christmas, we bought him one of like the VHS sets. But it wasn't like the it was like the first half. So I think it was like thirteen movies or something. Yeah. Um. I remember watching, like, I can, here's the thing. I can remember watching a ton of them, but I can never remember which ones they were. Yeah. Certain ones, like, um, The Man with the Golden Gun, most of the Connery ones. Um, actually, most of the Timothy Dalton ones. There's only Rod- two. It's hard. It's I know. Hard. Roger Moore wasn't really. Yeah, these were silly. Yeah, I don't really remember a lot of Roger Moore ones, uh, but Brosnan was probably my favorite. GoldenEye is just... But here's the thing. I think GoldenEye is so great because of the N64 game. Yeah, but the movie is also really, really the good. The movie is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. It's like the only Bond movie I actually own, technically. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's always because the game was so good. Mm. Um, even the one after GoldenEye. Um, the movie after GoldenEye? Yeah. Was that The World's Not Enough or is that... Uh, no, not that one. I can never remember. Oh, it's Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. That's that. the one with, um... We're great at this. <sighs> What's her name? It's not Christmas Jones in that one. That no, no, no. That's, that's the next one. That's uh, World's Not Enough. Yeah. No, Tomorrow Never Dies has, um... What's her name? Why can I not think of this? I'm going to look it up. Tomorrow Never Dies. Michelle Jonathan Yeo. Price. Yes. Michelle Yeoh is the, is the, the Bond girl. And yeah. Terry Hatcher was in that. And Jonathan Price. That one was great, too. Really enjoyed that. After that, they got terrible. Yeah, I, I really think the first two Brosnans are great Brosnan ones. I absolutely love Jonathan Price as a mm-hmm. bad guy because of the fact that um, he's basically Steve Jobs. 
Yeah. Or like Bill Gates, but like it's just funny because he's like this wimpy guy and everything. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's also one of the reasons why you mentioned it. I love Man with the Golden Gun. It's just him. No, like there's no army. There's no like like hordes of people. He has to, you know, James Bond has to mow through and shoot people. It's just one dude who is just scary, yeah. right? So um, after that, yeah, the Brosnan ones got ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Um, the world's not enough. We always make fun about the Christmas Jones. Mm-hmm. And then Die Another Day with the face-changing Koreans oh. is just ridiculously bad. Not only that, it was the paragliding surfing <sighs> on the yeah, wave on the... that caused by the satellite that was melting. No, no, the, the satellite-focused sunlight, mm-hmm. and it melted a piece of the ice off. Mm-hmm. So the ice falling into the water created this, the the wave which he then parasailed down you know in absolutely yeah. terrible cgi no that was that was like the some end of the it. worst like exactly like it's that and the rock as the scorpion are like the two yes. worst cgi's in movies <laughs> so and then yeah daniel craig um i was never i mean i was never as big of a bond fan as you so i was never really into the daniel craig ones as much i watched them later i haven't seen them all either no um but I think he well, does a really good job. Everyone does talk about how Quantum of Solace was, wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that if you watch Casino and then Quantum back-to-back, they do really make sense. I'm not talking like literally back-to-back, but like, yeah. you know, within a day or two. Like, so you have the first one memor- rem- rem- memorized. Thank you. Um, still fresh in your brain because they, they are direct sequels. Like, it goes literally from the one movie to the next movie. Yeah. Um, so, like, that does help. Um, and obviously, Skyfall is a great film. Almost everyone can agree on that. Oh, yeah. Skyfall is great. Um, Spectre was a little much. Uh, they tried too hard to make that one good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really do think No Time to Die is his last. So this will be full spoilers, by the way. This is a big yeah. franchise conversation. So his last... Uh, I thought it was really, really well done. I thought the fact that throughout most of the film, Bond taking a back seat in almost everything, like mm-hmm. literally and figuratively, like in times when he was driving, he was the passenger. He was sitting on the back of the motorcycle. Like yeah. he really did take a, like a passenger role in that whole story. And I think that was the point. It was to pass it on to these other people who were clearly just as talented as he was. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And the only reason he was there is because he was personally tied into the story, which is one of the things that I think they definitely need to get away from. I think that was the one real downfall of Craig's whole era was that in almost every movie, it was a personal tie to Daniel mm-hmm. Craig's character, not, not just overall thing. Right. Bond like I know Bond. Skyfall attached it to M, but Bond was wrapped yeah. up with M because Bond, you know, Bond was M's protege basically. Yeah. Right. Um, ah, Judy. So, and then they tried to wrap it all into Blofeld and Spectre, which yeah. didn't work. Um, I, I think it would have. This is going to sound really weird, but I think it would have worked better is if Inspector, instead of wrapping everything into it, mm-hmm. they should have left. Um, I don't remember his name, but the bad guy from Skyfall, Javier Bardem's character, out of that. Yeah. If they had left him out of it, it would have seemed at least a little more realistic because the quantum people clearly were supposed to be Spectre. Yeah. Right. So it would have made sense that they would have been working for him. But 
it didn't make sense for um I'm gonna look it up, but for Javier Bardem's character to to be there. Yeah. But yeah. I always sorry, I like it. I love in that one because they're they there's always the meme. It's like Silva. When, yeah, Silva. When you've got your big bad guy, what do you do? You put him in a glass box. Yeah. And it's like Silva. It's Khan from Star Trek. Um, Loki. Loki. Yeah. And I'm just like, why do we not get that this doesn't work? And how does this plan <laughs> it rely? In, it didn't work on any of them. <laughs> and how does this plan always like rely on like just the dumbest of luck to get out? Like, yeah. yeah. But there are some things in the Bond franchise that I know I'm talking a lot. No, no. There's something fine. in the Bond franchise that I really do think are staples. I really do like the flirty relationship that he has with money penny mm-hmm. um i really do like the kind of like father mother son relationship he has with m um because it's never just boss and employee no right it's always a little more caring than that like no matter what um and i love the brother relationship he has with q you know, it's always a very like teasy like. I, even when when it was Desmond Llewellyn for all for yeah. all those years, he was just like. I, I was he, gonna say I love the original Q. Yeah. Like the original Q, and don't get me wrong, the newer ones. I mean, Ben Wishaw was a really good Q. Yeah. But John Cleese was a bad Q. John Cleese was a bad <laughs> Q. Although I did like the joke where they're like, "What do I call you?" R. Yeah. But um, Q stands for something. It's quartermaster. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean Ben Wishaw was good. I just. Well, we'll go into when we go into the changes because I'm going back. I'm going back to like to, to like an old person. Uh, yeah, actually, I will be going back to Q being an old person, but I'm setting my bond backwards in time. Oh, I'm not, right, we talked about that. I'm not yeah. going to go forward with yeah. it because I just that was kind of one of the things. I mean, I know how ridiculous the Connerys, the Moores, the the Timothy Dalton's like age was with the gadgets. Even Pierce Brosnan had ridiculous gadgets, but I loved some of the stupidness. Like, <laughs> I like that they made fun of it in it was Austin Powers too. But like, some of that was just like literally that. Like, what is all of this stuff? That's that's my lunch. Like, <laughs> that's my sandwich. They made fun of it in even in even um, Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Was it gold? No, it was one of them. I can't remember which one. But it was like, what's this one? It's my sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like, Put that down. That's my sandwich. Um, but I loved all like the old and yeah, like that relationship with him, where it's yeah. just like, and even when, crap, you just said his name, Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, when he was in his last one, right? Like his whole like his, going away. Yeah, where he, he kind <laughs> of blew up my fishing boat. <laughs> that was your fishing boat, <laughs> like. Yeah. I think what was his last line? It's like, never oh, let them see you bleed. Yeah, I he always have a, another he, way out. He was a he was a great character actor, and mm-hmm. like the fact that they kept him for all of those bonds for so many years was such a good decision on yeah. their part. Because um, yeah, he was he the was, one like tie-in, right? Like he was in almost all of them. Where yeah, like. he was in quite a few of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was in more than more in more of them than anybody else was. Yeah. Um, cause they went through like four or five different M's over the years and same with money pennies. Yeah. The one for Pierce Brosnan was named Samantha Bond. Hmm. <laughs> well, that was the actress's name. <laughs> that was good. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. I always, and I think we've talked about this before. I think you were talking about it once. Like I always liked the idea that they should have done in Skyfall where Bond is just the moniker. Yeah. And see, that's one of the things I'm changing. Yeah. So like not to get too too into it but just because you brought it up 
I have always been like once it became like like a good fan theory like that has been my my go-to I want this to be yeah Bond is just 007's like alias yeah right like, like you just take you on are, you are role. 007 slash James Bond mm-hmm. now that is your alias because that's what you are you are a spy mm-hmm. do not go walking in and being like hey I'm James hi Bond. I'm Scott did he just say hi I'm Scott yeah <laughs> right I'm Scott <laughs> he he didn't do just that <laughs> right like yeah. And, like, they even make fun of that. Like, in Casino Royale, when he walks up and Vespa goes, hey, the reservation's under beach. And James Bond goes, you might also find it under Bond. And she looks at him and goes, they know I'm here anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so. I And there's a fan theory I read not that long ago, which I really liked, which was the fact that it's like, what if MI6 just sends Bond in to be like, look at me, I'm Bond, I'm going to blow shit up. But it's like... All the actual agents are behind the scenes doing all the work. And I was like, that would either make a great comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, you still have Bond and he's like blowing shit up and everything. But it's literally the movies about the people behind the scenes that are actually doing the work. And they're just like, okay, we just need him to blow this up. He's not going to blow it up. He only has one thing. (laughs) Boom. Okay. (laughs) It's like, did he just walk in? And they're standing in like a casino or something. Like, they just walk in. He's like, did he just announce himself? This is supposed to be a spy. This is the worst spy ever. Did he just blow up an embassy again? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, but we saved the day. But he blew up an embassy. <laughs> Pretty sure that causes an international situation. Twelve people died. <laughs> Did that guy just throw a hat at him? What is going on in this world? <laughs> yeah. Mm. But I think that would be a great comedy from like that team's perspective. Yes. Right. The MI6. See, an MI6 yeah. show where it's just literally them dealing with Bond shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay. Um, it's not the movie I'm making, by the no, way. That's so. so I think we should go, like, just quickly through the movies. Um, just mm-hmm. little tidbits. I think, let's start with Dr. No, because it is the first one. I think that one is the most spy y one. Well, it's probably the most in line with... Yeah, there's very little action. Um, Funnings work. It's more of him actually hiding. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no big... But a Sean Connery. Yeah, and it's his, it's his first, so... Uh, For Rush Was Love is the one where he really... Mm-hmm. That was the one where they, they really got it. They got the theme song. They got the big opening number. They got... Like, that one was the one that everyone knows all the bond tropes from mm-hmm. that's for much with love um then there's goldfinger which is most people's favorite connery i've never really liked that one that much i think goldfinger is an overdone villain um but the song is mm-hmm. like shirley bassey's version of goldfinger is just stratospherically good um thunderball is the most boring thing i've ever watched in my life that's the one with the sharks and underwater scenes. Like this uh. is like, hey, we invented underwater cameras. Let's make a movie with underwater scenes. Yeah. Cool. They're slow. No one swims fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, sharks. Woo. You only live twice. Was looking back on it, an incredibly racist movie. <laughs> um, but still, like a, a well done. Hmm. Like yeah. And it, that's the one where he gets married. Oh. Yeah. So, well, he gets married in that as like a thing, yeah. but he actually gets married in Honor Her Majesty's Secret Service. 
uh, which and then she dies at the end of that one. That one is the only George Lazenby. One. I was gonna say that's the George Lazenby. Yeah. Yeah, he he got that job by faking it. Yep. He wanted to, he wanted Fake the job. Make it. Yeah, and he walked in. And he was like, "Yeah, I have all this experience being an actor." Blah 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 blah. And they're like, "Yeah, sure, great, awesome." He's just an underwear model from Australia. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Diamonds Are Forever is also not a good movie. That's where Connery came back to reprise the role. Yeah. Take over from. Yeah, didn't do well. And then we go into the uh, Roger Moore era. Yeah. He has the most. He did Bond films. Six of them? Uh, he did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven oh, Bond films. Um, a lot of them are bad. Yes. So the good ones are Live and Let Die, Man yep. with the Golden Gun, Spy Who Loved Me. No. Um, For Your Eyes Only is pretty good. Hmm. Um, and A View to a Kill has an amazing sound song from Duran Duran. <laughs> but a terrible villain. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, Christopher Walken. I know it's Christopher Walken, but it's a terrible villain. But it's but Christopher let, Walken. He also has some of the worst ones. Moonraker and Octopussy are just bad. I like, love Moonraker. <laughs> yeah, Moonraker is just ridiculous. Um, that's where you got the Moonraker gun. Yes, that's where you got the laser gun. <laughs> the laser and, gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, though he did have that cool like wrist-mounted like dart thing in that movie, yeah. which was a good gadget. Um, Timothy Dalton's two, Living Daylights and License to Kill, tried to take a more serious tone, mm-hmm. um, but also tried to address the like, the AIDS pandemic that was going on at the time. So he only had one partner. Yeah. Um, he didn't have multiple partners and everything because they thought that would look bad. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about Pierce. What was okay? So when was the last Dalton? Because there the was last a gap. Dalton was in '89. The first Pierce was in '95. Okay, so it was so only a six-year gap, not a big but it gap. was a pretty because it was. But the thing is, Dalton was only Dalton's first was only two years after Rogers' last. Yeah, right. So like, like they went pretty consistently: sixty-two, sixty-three, sixty-four, sixty-five, sixty-seven. Yeah. Basically, like, the Marvel universe. Yeah, they were really, really time. close together. Uh, the the biggest gap we have here is seventy-four to seventy-seven, then to seventy-nine, then to eighty-one yeah. for Rogers. Right, but yeah. Rogers was also the oldest of them. Yes. Like, he was an old man when he started doing this. Um, so, like, it took him a little while longer. And then, yeah, like, a, a six-year gap was a fairly big gap for Bond films at the time. Um, so, and it, Pierce Brosnan, for anybody who was a fan of Bond, would know that he was supposed to be Bond before. Like, he was supposed to be Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Like, that was supposed to be Pierce. But Pierce got wrapped up in Remington Steel, a TV show. So when they finally got a chance to get him, it was a pretty big news story, right? Mm. At least for entertainment mm. fans. Um, yeah, and then Goldeneye, one of the best. Oh, it's that so opening good. damn scene is just remarkably good. Sean Bond is amazing. Yeah. Um, That's 006, Alex yeah. Trevelyan. Um, but yeah. Like Night, the, Nightcrawler was in it. <laughs> yeah, Boris. I am invincible. <laughs> um but I just I thought had a great cast. It did, and it was just so well mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow never dies. We just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, World is not enough. Is bad. Um, I remember playing that game too on the N sixty four. And then also die another day. Also bad. We talked about this as well. Um, and then we go into the Pierce Brosnan ones: Casino Royale, Claude on Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, No Time to Die. That'd be the Daniel Craig ones, not the Pierce Brosnan ones. <laughs> oh, sorry, yes, Daniel Craig. <laughs> I was uh, like, we we mm. already did, we already went through all these. Yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, I think Sam Mendes and um, Kerry Fukunawa, who did the last three, mm-hmm. really did a good job for like upping the um, like cinematic feel mm-hmm. of the movies from the kind of cheesiness that was before them. Um, but I think you gotta have the cheesiness. I think you gotta have comedy. I don't think you have to have cheesy. I think you need to have some of the, like the ridiculous gadgets and whatnot, hmm. and the car. <laughs> gotta have the car. Gotta have the car. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Bond. Okay, good job. Let's uh, <laughs> let's call it a day. So, bum, 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 how do we want to change bon, this? Bon. Do we want a new theme? Bond, 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 bond. So there's a couple of really big big changes. I talked about how it be a code name, but I want these also to be more team based. Okay. So I want it to be like I really did enjoy the the aspects of like Bond running around with you know another double O in the last couple in the last one as well as in the one previous to that with M and. Um, and Q, like they were all helping. Yeah, my right? o- my only problem when I was thinking about that kind of facet of it is then you're basically just making Mission Impossible. <laughs> yes, but here's the big question: If you want to make a modern spy movie, yeah, that is action packed, how do you not make it Mission Impossible? Hmm. Yes, because set it in the past. Because let's face it, those movies are amazing. Oh, I know, I know. Right? Tom Cruise has unlocked this good formula of really making great action films. Tom Cruise just goes, I want to do the most ridiculous <laughs> thing you can think of. Yeah. Tie me to the side of this plane, <laughs> and then I'm going to hold my breath for like yeah. eight minutes underwater. But the thing is, like, for those, like, if you want to compete with Mission Impossible, you don't go bombastic. Mm. Right? You do storytelling. You have a compelling villain. Because let's face it, as much as we love... Mission Impossible movies, the villain is subpar. Mm. Like, he has stupid ideas. The plans are are completely convoluted. The only good thing about him is his acting, right? Um, yeah. his, the actor's name, I can't remember. It's just phenomenal. Um, you know the one I'm talking about, though. The I one, think so. Yeah. The really creepy, like, uh, you know, blonde hair and, yeah. yeah. Uh, but leader of the syndicate. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what you'd have to do. And I think having like two or three or at least just one other agent with him, right? And I think you also need to do that because every other time there's been an agent with him, they've either died yeah. or been the bad guy. Which, right? Yes. So like you need to know the fact that they can work together. Like they need to have... Well, you got to understand, like this is the thing. You got to make the fact that MI6 has more than just bond yeah like that's i mean again kind of the joke about the tv show would be the fact that it's just mi6 in the background going why don't we get recognition for anything um but again one of the reasons why i really think Goldeneye worked well was because you saw 006 mm-hmm. um yeah, exactly and then you were like oh and he did work with him and he was and, but yeah he turned so out to be the that's villain. why that opening scene was so good yeah. right like, give me 30 seconds, or what was it? 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes, and then turned it to six or something, yeah. or five, and then blew him up. Oh, it was supposed to be six minutes, he turned it to three. Yes, because then he's Cause like, he I'm going to give dead. you, yeah, I'm going right. to give you the, yeah. the, the six, six minutes, minutes you, you gave, gave me. me. Shit, we got three minutes. Wait, what? what? Yeah. 
I, I think that that would be beneficial. But yeah, like this for me, like has to be a lot on the writing, and like I really do think they should be like really twisty and turny, and like you don't know who outside of the team that you could trust and you hmm. can you work with and everything like that. I really do. I don't know whether or not you should take away the whole sexual aspect of James Bond. Um, I don't. Obviously, they've reduced the sexism of mm-hmm. James Bond, but like the fact that he still has to seduce people for information, I don't think that should go away. That that's what was his name? Which one is it? I don't know. There was somebody that did that, like actually did that, and I can't remember if it's. Oh, like a real person? Dr. Seuss? Or oh, if it was... Doll. Was it Roald Dahl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like... I remember as a kid writer, yeah. and I was like, was it Dr. Seuss? Because I think Dr. Yeah, Seuss was... was... Apparently, Roald Dahl was a big, like... Yeah. Yeah. Spy. Christopher Lee. It's just Christopher Lee. <laughs> it's Christopher Lee all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that's something you really need to do. I think these things should be well well written spy stories like really focus on the spy part of them you need to have gadgets and everything because like you need to hide listening gear you need to hide mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and there can be action scenes but i don't think these should be like full-on action movies um i i'm i'm more inclined to have them with one or two really good action sequences and then the rest of it should be spying right mm-hmm. so but that's just me i also do think that they should be really more focused on individual groups and villains not giant corporations filled with thousands of employees that'll Mm. shoot back at bond at any given time like as much as i'd like to the last one he had an island full of it he had an army like a literal army that went up against james i mean it's always one of those jokes and i think iron man 3 did the best where it's like Iron Man three or Iron Man takes out everybody, and then the one guy's are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't There's, like working here. I don't like working here. Weird. These guys are weird. <laughs> I'm gonna go and just like leaves." And you're like, yeah. "Yeah, where are you getting all these henchmen from?" And, like, and yeah, like, and like that stuff can be written there too. It's just like he walks into a room instead of just starting to shoot everybody and be like, "Okay, I'm here for this. Everybody else out." <laughs> I'm James Bond. <laughs> if you don't want to die, please leave. Yeah. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. Well, guy just throws his gun and like he's, walks out. He's packing up everything. Like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to fight. Yeah. One of the other guys is just like traitor, and then just gets shot. And you're like, <laughs> okay, does anybody else want to go? So, yeah, I, I, I feel that that would be the best way to go to avoid the no, an inevitable comp- comparison to the masterpieces that are the Mission Impossible films. Because yeah. like we just recently went and watched Top Gun Maverick. And we saw a trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie that's not coming mm-hmm. out for two more years. And I even told you this in the theater. There is zero, almost zero dialogue in it. There are no sound effects in it. No. It's just a score and the hypest action and shots that you've ever seen in your life. And you want to watch this movie so bad because for some reason they've unlocked this ability to market these movies and then like live up to their promises. Hmm. Like, would you have ever expected from watching the trailers for ghost protocol that that movie would be so amazing or fallout? Yeah. Right. Like, well, I mean, even after, I mean, after mission possible Two, like you kind of thought that the series was going the wrong. Yeah. And it totally did. Yeah. Like mission impossible Two, as much as John Woo is a great director was a fail. (laughs) I just, 
I want birds. I want birds flying in slow motion as they walk. They wouldn't be here. We've been shooting. They would have been like running, flying away. I want them to do motorcycle fighting. That doesn't work. And I want the wheels to change mid-scene. One of the few continuities I always remember as a young... Yeah, I want... Okay, so I'm going to talk about my bond a little bit. So we we were talking about this because I was like, I don't... My problem is the more you go into the future, the more other stuff... And she's hiding around the corner. Okay. Um, I wanted to go in like the 50s. I wanted to go after World War II. I want to go back to like kind of what you said. It's, you know, the present. It's not there people who can look up who Bond is and crack into MI6 through the co- Like, I want them to be like old school spy stuff. Mm. I want the gadgets to be like old school. You know, they're going to be a little bit more modern than they would have actually been. But I want it to be back in that time where it was more of the whole presence and image of it. And, like, yeah, them playing the sides and, and doing that. So I wanted to go back. That's why I went for an old cue. Like, I wanted this to be like Bond was probably in World War Two. Well, if you're going to have it set in the 50s, he would have had to have been. Yeah. Right, because no matter what. But like, he wouldn't have been a soldier, technically. He would have still he, been. He was a commander in the, in the Navy. Okay, well, so could do that. Like, well, that's the what he's hmm. like. That was always his backstory. Like, he was always a he was a he was an orphan. He mm-hmm. was then commander in the navy, picked up by MI six. So you just do that, right? Like this. Again, you, I think you do this as the start of 007. You have the other. It's okay. Keep talking. Yeah. Like you have the other. You have other agents, and you just be like, okay, your code name is 007 Mm -hmm. you are now known as james bond you can make a joke that it was all about war bonds right so yeah so anyways i i just and then yes i don't know i haven't really thought about who the villain would be but one i was like you can either go for the nazis of course and or the like, Russians. Or the time. Russians. Because like at that time, you have a bunch of villains that are just naturally in the world. Right? But you'd have, yeah, you'd have people that are like, yeah, that's fine. You'd have people that are out there after the war. Like, you could have a ton of people that are just like, oh, no, we're here to be. No, not even that. But we're here to, to profit off of what just happened. Like, this is the world trying to rebuild. And. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, so that's that's kind of where I wanted to go and go back a bit. Not the Connery sexism. Like, let's let's face it. Let's mm-hmm. make and that's the thing. I don't want Bond sleeping around. Well, I don't want you, the you cliche could, of the you first. You still make it in that era and not yeah. have to make it about that era. Yeah. Right. Like this is your world. Your world doesn't have to have have the... absolutely terrible yeah. shitty people in it. Um, I would love a female agent is part of my six because then again that's how they got information right mm-hmm. it's just not not just the males it was the female agents as well i don't want the cliche of the first woman bond sleeps with to turn out to be a villain like that just became i know i don't know how much in the craig era i don't think that happened as much but it was always the bond era was the first woman he like slept with or was seduced well, you, by either died or became the villain yes yeah. and it was just now please don't well the, the the thing is like within the connery and even the Moore era like the women mm-hmm. were always disposable yeah 
right? No matter who they were, so. And I don't want that. Hmm. Like the only one who ever was in multiple movies was Sylvia Trench. Yes, her name was Trench. And she was not ever, like, she was the one who gave Bond his signature way of saying his name. Because hmm. she says Trench, Sylvia Trench first, and then he mimics her. Um, but Bond. she's in that movie. That's the only scene she's in in that movie. And then she's in another scene in, like, two movies later, playing golf with him on a, on a riverbank. And then he has, gets a call and he has to go in. And that's it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like they were in a relationship. And, like, mm-hmm. he had to. But he, then he was in two other movies cheating on her the whole time if the, he was like if she was like his maybe she girlfriend just was a home. friend okay no she's <laughs> just a friend yeah, so. yeah i want to go and i think again to get away from the like big explosiony ones like i just re or not rewatch i just watched the king's man mm-hmm. which was kind of it was set between it was set at the beginning of world war one right yeah because it was set like previous to World War One and then during, during World, World War One, and like, yeah, it was it was good. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was great, but I think it's it went a little t- bit too much of like, oh, we need to be the big action, which is what the Kingsman. Yeah, is. but that's what the Kingsman series is, right? But I don't want that. I want it to be more about the the spycraft of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the inner workings of all these agencies trying to figure out like we need to not have Nazis show up again. And how do we protect mm-hmm. Britain and how do we rebuild? Cause Britain was blown to pieces. Right. Mostly. Mostly. They come at night. Mostly. <laughs> and then aliens show up and <laughs> so, yes, that's my bond. Yeah. Um, obviously I want mine. I want mine now. I don't want mine like a week in the future. Like, well, that's kind of what it is now. Like Mm -hmm. what the Daniel Craig one was like, hey, we have tracking blood software and holograms and stuff like that. Because it's like slightly into the future, but not quite. Like, no, I want this like super in the now, like, Mm -hmm. you know, type of stuff. Um, You don't like when movies are like present day and you're like, this doesn't make sense. (laughs) Because, you know, I want it very much rooted in what what we're working with now. And I, I even want the... I even want the villains and stuff to reflect that. Like, let's face it, the, the biggest threat to most countries nowadays is terrorism and stuff from within their own country. Yeah. Right? Like, look at America. Like, America's had a bunch of external attacks, mm-hmm. but most of their attacks come from their own citizens. Yep. Right? And I think that stuff is something you could focus on. Um, I do want Felix to be a big part of the Bond franchise. I think having an American counterpart is a very important thing because, let's face it, if a threat is big enough for MI6 to go, Mm -hmm. other agencies are also going to be showing up. Yeah. Right? And and I think having Felix there, I even have a person in mind for Felix, oddly enough, because of Top Gun Maverick. Um, You didn't pick a Felix, so I might as well. I thought Miles Teller would be a great Felix. That mustache... That's totally like, made it for Was me. it the mustache? Yeah. The, the goose mustache? Yeah, I don't know why, but like that totally, like, I could totally see him in a nice suit as a CIA agent. Like, the guy was ripped, let's face it, that movie. Can we not have Canadian intelligence in here? Like, there in um, Quantum of Souls, they had Canadian intelligence. Yeah. Did you not, do you not remember that? No, I don't remember yeah. that. I don't. Um, yeah. At the very end 
of Quantum of Solace, that knot necklace that that Vesper had, mm-hmm. um, was being given to some other woman. Um, and they come, they come in, they arrest the guy because he is a spy, mm-hmm. and she is Canadian intelligence, right? And he's like, they were going to try and get this information out of you, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's get Canadian intelligence. But, like, Canadian intelligence is mostly a joke, even from people within Canada. Hey, <laughs> our army was really good. <laughs> yes, our army is really good. Our snipers are amazing. Our snipers are badass. Uh, <laughs> what was it? That one that recently got, like, the longest range kill something like that yeah um but i i really do think that should be an important part of because again like i want this to be like a really big collaboration like right sorry i had another idea for a terrible spy show (laughs) which is literally like the canadian intelligence which is perceived as a joke but turns out to be like one of the best but they have to make everyone think they're a joke it's that jack sparrow meme of well you were telling the truth yeah i do that quite often often. people just don't believe it (laughs) But like Canadian intelligence, like we found out this six months ago, and the Europe and the the Americans haven't. Just slip it to them, make them think we're idiots. We'll just let them deal with it. Just hide it in a bunch of other papers. They'll yeah. find it and they'll think they discovered it. Like, oh, Canada's stupid. They just <laughs> left this document out. And we're standing in the background, going, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> just okay. written on top, Canadian intelligence. Canadian <laughs> intelligence, but intelligence is Do spelled not wrong. Touch. <laughs> Don't touch, eh? Like, Oh, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I thought this is a stupid show, though. Because it'd be like they're actually super smart, but they're like, we just want the world to think we're dumb <laughs> so that we can get shit done. So we can get shit done. We just get shit done. Nobody knows. <laughs> we don't go out there. I'm Bond, James Bond. <laughs> well, then that would be the funny one where they go, like, MI6 goes in and it's like, okay, we're going to take it out. Wait, where's this organization? There's just one Canadian person going, Oh, yeah, we dismantled this, like, a year ago. What are you guys doing? <laughs> what, what took you so long? I got some maple syrup for you. <laughs> I've been waiting this whole time <laughs> just to give you this crown royal. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Boom! <laughs> we beat you're, you. <laughs> you're welcome, Canada. Um, oh, okay, and it's going to be played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, that's a very different type of Bond. That's Fast and Furious James Bond instead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think with that, like these, these have to be collaboration things. Cause mm-hmm. like a big part of, I'm, I'm going to assume a big part of global espionage is working collectively with other countries Would because that, be. and that is something that they've almost never done with the bond. Films. Well, it's almost, it's almost usually like instead of, or they're either working with another country, mm-hmm. um, but it's almost always the American. Yeah. Or they're working against them, right? Yeah. Like, it's always like, oh, and, you're... And, like, it's been cool to see it whenever, whenever it does show up. Like, in um, the in the um, No Time to Die, the last Craig movie with mm-hmm. Anna Armas's character, who wasn't MI6, but she was, a, she was an associate, mm-hmm. right? And she was just from that country. I can't remember the country was it. And she was awesome. Like, she was one of the best parts of that movie. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like two weeks of training? Yeah. <laughs> Right, like that action sequence was really, really cool, hmm. um, and it really, and it, you know, they had good jokes in it. Where you know, she was like, "Take, take your clothes off," and he's like, "Uh," it's like, "Oh no, 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 oh, oh god, no." <laughs> right. uh, I like the story of um, I was it 
Quantum Solace or Casino Royale, where somebody shaves Bond with a straight razor, and apparently that boosted straight razor sales. Uh, that was... It was Craig. Skyfall. Was it? Yeah, with Money Penny shaved yeah. him. Yeah. With a straight razor. Because Money like... Penny also shot him in that movie, remember? Yeah, yeah so. Something that most come. people want to do. Shoot James Bond. <laughs> you can shoot him. You just can't kill him. But I think, like, if, say, there's a mission in Brazil, there's mm-hmm. no way he wouldn't be working with Brazilian intelligence, right? It's that type of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and that's why I think you should also have another agent with him in almost every movie because he's not the person who you talk to. He is the person who gets shit done. You have the other agent there who's like, okay, I'm the liaison. I'm the one who talks to you. Like You have Bond's handler that's basically like... yeah. Oh, he's speaking Brazilian. Okay. Bond, do you speak Brazilian? Nope. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. No, no. He's he's still James Bond. <laughs> but he's not going to speak every language. No, I know. But he so speaks like, a lot. He's like, you don't speak Brazilian? He's like, I speak 12 other languages. Brazilian's not a language, by the way. <laughs> it's Brazilian. <laughs> I believe they speak Portuguese. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're not from Portugal. They're from Brazil. <laughs> don't quote me on that. It's either Spanish yeah. or Portuguese, but it's one of those two. <laughs> I'm it's kind of like Brazil. how Mexicans don't speak Mexican. No. And Americans, well, Americans do speak American. American. Um, but I think that would be the benefit of the doubt. But for the for that as well, I kind of did take um, a pull from Kingsman, hmm. where I want my Bond to be kind of a street thug, um, who has that kind of Cockney-type accent. Yeah. But like Taron Edgerton in that movie... Um, changed it to the highfalutin British accent when he wanted to be, yeah. you know, undercover and stuff like that. Um, I think that was one great thing that those movies did, right? So, since we're not talking about who we're casting as Bond yet, <laughs> we'll leave that under wraps. But yeah, and that was one of the reasons I picked I picked that ca- that actor. So, um, um, but yeah, I should we get to that? Should we get to the castings? Sure. I only have four of them, so okay. Who do you want to start with? Start with Q, okay. the quartermaster. Yeah, who do you want as your Q? So I want I want old man Q. I want somebody, and so I was like, and you know, we'll bring a little Scottish flavor into this. I went with Peter Capaldi. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Old man Q. Yeah, old, definitely old man Q. But he had some great speeches in Doctor Who. Yeah, he did. Especially 100%. about war. And I kind of want that. Like, I kind of want, I want somebody who's, I mean, he, he's focused. And again, it's not like all the high tech gadgets. It's not computer, computer hacking and, you know, thumbprint analysis. Like, I want like old school gadgets that are like built into like shoes and belts. And yeah, sure, you can still do the watch. But I just want somebody who's like kind of... <laughs> I'm going to say it this way. I want somebody who's kind of tired of war. And that's why he feels like he, that's why he's here. Because he's like, I need to make sure that we don't have another freaking world war going on. So yeah, Peter Capaldi. You don't like old man Q? I do like old man Q. I think it's a good idea. Um, I really didn't pick someone for this position. Mm -hmm. Um, I, all I want is I want someone who. Do you want old or young? I want young. Okay. Because I want, I liked the upstart Q mm-hmm. um, 
that they had in the spec in like the Craig era. Yeah. But with my Bond being younger, it's not really an upstart. I kind of want this to be not like the young team, right? But I want this to be like they're fresh. Yeah. Right? They're the ones coming in. They're right out of school. Like these are their first couple of missions type of thing. Like that's how I want it to start. Um, but it'd be like, this is your cue. Wait, my cue? Yeah, he's new. We're going to let him go. Well, no, but I think like like they've earned the status of double O. Mm-hmm. Right? That is something they've earned. Right? But double O's have very short life expectancies. And they can't be double O's forever because people figure out who the hell they are. Well, especially when you tell them. But do you know what I mean? Yes. Right? So, like, they only go on five missions. Four or five missions. Because after that, everybody in the world knows who they are in the intelligence community. After so, that, you become an actor and a uh, heavy metal band. and. <laughs> but, like, so, so their identity is known. Like, like I'm just, it's basically a way of writing in turnover. Like mm-hmm. how they written, wrote it in with Doctor Who, right? Like yeah. you could only do like three of these before somebody figures out who the hell you are, right? And if you want to do one that where like, oh yeah, we blew up a whole factory in Russia um, and had to outrun the Russian army, guess what? You're burned now. You're no longer 007, yeah. right? Like you can't be this anymore, right? So I, I think that would be a great way of doing it. And I think the Q should reflect that. And I think Q, like Desmond Llewellyn before, Mm-hmm. should be an ongoing person throughout this whole thing because use the quartermaster. Yeah. They're there to, like, here are your guns, here are your gadgets, have a good time. This is how you do it. Yeah. And, like, you know, start with, like, even, like, here's the manual. It's like, I don't want to read a manual. Fine. Let me give you a demonstration. <laughs> this is the demonstration. Click, click, right? click. Boom. Um, and I, I think that the person has to be relatively young. I would say in their, in their 20s. Mm. Um Someone who has been like an upstart, like, yeah, this person graduated like crazy through MIT and stuff like that. Um, so here they are. So um, I would I would push for it to be a, a person of color just because England itself is such a melting pot of different cultures. Especially now. Especially now. I would probably, with the way the world is going and entertainment is going, probably push from somebody from India or Pakistan just f- like for actor actor reasons mm-hmm. um like even if you wanted to go funny kumel could I do was that about position to say, like kumel would have been your right would have been the guy yeah just he's a little on the older side for my liking um but i think like if you wanted to get someone who had personality he'd be perfect for that i think right? he's he would be perfect but i think he has a little bit too much energy to him you'd want a little bit more reserved i don't know like you've been watching obi-wan even there, he, he doesn't has a... have as much energy in Obi Wan as he does in like the Eternals. True, right? but he still has that like really jokey energy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, yeah, it's just he was the first person like Pakistani actor yeah. I could think of off the top of my head. Pretty much, or like she's a little young, but like the character who's playing Kamala Khan right now is great. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is going to be in five years, she'd be perfect for this. No, right. Um, the, I don't know what her ethnicity is, but the woman who plays the senator in Boys, who can blow people's heads up. Oh, yeah. She's amazing, right? Someone like the that. The head popper. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, M? Sure. Oh, no, you, you had Money Penny. I had Money Penny. Do you yeah. not have Money Penny? I don't. I told you. I only picked a, I only picked a Bond and an M. Like, I, and then hmm. Felix in my head, but like, I yeah. wanted to like... I have 
for for my money penny, money penny can be anybody. Um, it doesn't really matter who money penny is. <laughs> I always thought of this, and I was like, it'd just be funny because her name's Money Penny. Yeah. If she was like the accountant, but not like an actual an accountant. It's like one of those what like kind, spy accountant. What kind of accountant? A sexy accountant, like who does like OnlyFans, or like an accountant who kills people. <laughs> accountant that kills people. <laughs> Like she's the one that makes sure the 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 books ledger out, right? But her undercover is that she's the secretary to M. I always thought that would be funny. Anyways, that's not what I went with, but I went with Amelia Clark. Okay, I went with Daenerys because we've always talked about this. She's great when she's supporting. Mm -hmm. She's better when she's supporting. She hasn't done great on her own. But I feel like this would be a small enough role. In this movie where... But then you could give her, like, one of those badass moments where, like, at the end or after a, a second movie, because we're going to make many, mm-hmm. it's, like, revealed that, no, she was a spy as well. Mm-hmm. But maybe she got burned, so we now keep her at yeah, MI6. This is, this is what she does. Right? Yeah. She broke into Russia and... <laughs> Slept with the, yeah. the higher-ups in the Kremlin. And there, <laughs> for everyone knows yeah. who the hell she is, so... So yeah. now she's stuck here in MI6. Right. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, for my money penny again, as I said, like money penny, I want money to be a charismatic actress mm-hmm. or actor. Doesn't really have to be a female. Um, I think if you wanted to do, I think if you really wanted to go full bore with this, you know, and like completely, like opposite wise, this mm-hmm. you'd have to make it either a male or somebody else like that. Like, I think then, then it would be, be like, oh, hey, they're really changing up the, the formula. Oh, oh, hey. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Oh, hey. They're um, changing the formula. But again, I think I think this person should be, this person should be a little on the older side. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, like somebody who is not retired, but not retired, retired, but not from like jobs, but retired from the job mm-hmm. of being a spy. Um, I liked the fact that... Um, I forgot her character, the actress's name, but the Money Penny from Craig's era um, was worked with Craig, worked yeah. with Bond, and was like that was the reason she's like, yeah, I shot their best spy, so they put me behind a desk, right? So, no. yeah. Wait, go Money Penny. <laughs> he, he didn't die. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, that's it for Money Penny. Shall we talk M? Judy Dench. One of the greater M's. Let's let's be honest. I loved her as M. Yeah. Because that was, like you said, there have been many M's, and it was always like the guy, and then you had Judy Dench come in, and she was a badass. Yeah. And I like that. That was one of the one holdovers from Brosnan to Craig. Yeah. Because that was up till Skyfall? Yes, because in Skyfall, it changed changed to uh, Ray Fiennes, who was Mm. also a great M. Oh yeah, Ray Fiennes is great. Um, yeah. So, are you looking up your M? Yes. Uh, duh, 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 duh. So, the first M was Bernard Lee mm-hmm. uh, from 1962 to 1979. He appears in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two. He appears in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven movies. <laughs> Um, Robert Brown only appears in four. Mm-hmm. Judy Dench appears in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. No, that's a video game. 
Mm. Nine movies. Yeah. And then, yeah, Ray Fiennes appears in three. So, um, I, I think, like, M, most people don't understand. M is a name. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Ray Fiennes is Mallory. Yeah. His Gareth, Gareth Mallory. Judy Dench is Maxine. Um, and all the other ones were like Max or Maxim. Ma- like they were all that kind of thing. Like yeah. M was just not a code name. It was just the first initial of his name, um, which I always thought was weird. Um, like the Bernard Lee one was Miles. <laughs> like, but so. Yeah. Um, for M, two ideas. Um, I love the fact that Judy Dench was M. I like think that think that she was doing great. So like first person that came to mind was Gillian Anderson. Um, I know she's not like super old, but um I think she has such a good like handle on being that kind of like forceful presence in a room. Um like she had it when she was in X Files, she definitely had it in the Hannibal series. Um her her the sex education show she's on now she's really quite funny in um that other show where she was an investigator x-files no 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 she's other x-files following a murder i think it was called following or something like that um really really good that's what i mean like she is a very very strong actress um and i really like the kind of resurgence she's having now like she was huge in the 90s with x-files but then kind of disappeared for a while um but yeah i really like the fall the fall that's the last game of scotland bleak i'm sorry i'm going through her list right now that's fine uh the other one i thought would be the actress whose name we can never pronounce properly with the awesome voice the egyptian lady oh yes right because she's of that that right age that judy dench was and again same same reason right like this woman can control a room and like she walks in Mm. and you shut up yeah right m's got to be powerful and I think one of the main, main, main things that I want from this Bond is he follows orders. Yeah. This Bond does not go off book. Right? Like, like he goes off he goes off book to get the job done, but he doesn't go rogue. If they tell him to stop, he's going to stop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Every <sighs> single Craig movie, he goes rogue. <laughs> and it's like, come on. You'd fire this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the worst spy. He's to... just going around the world killing people. Was, by the way, it's Shora Ashtalu. Pag Dashlu. Lakshmi. Lakshmi. <laughs> God, she was great. She's always been great. And Grayson and Arcane. She's been in The Expanse. She was the voice of Gozer for the new Ghostbusters. Yes. So, God. like, between her and, and Jillian, I think that'd be great. And I think if you, let's just have Jillian as the head of MI6, and let's have her as the head of the Egyptian intelligence, whatever the hell the name is, and then have the first movie about something that happens with what is Egyptians. It? it wasn't even the Egyptians. What's the one in NCIS? That they Mossad. Always, yeah, the Mossad. They're um, Iranian? I think Iraqi, so. Iraqi? Something like that. Middle East? Yeah. Intelligence? No. They're okay. scary. Yes. <laughs> Won't mess with them. Not not because of like a, of a like as a bad guy thing. Like they are trained mm-hmm. very well. Like they are scary people. Um so yeah, I think those two And they're scared of the Canadian intelligence. 
The Masada are the only ones that know this. I think you have to bring Judy Depp energy to this. As much as yeah. I like Ray Fiennes, he didn't bring Judy Depp energy to this. Like, like I love the scenes where she's walking out complaining about the Prime Minister and how much of an idiot he is. I absolutely love when that happens. It's like, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Where's Bond? It's like, yeah, Judy. Bond. Like, Judy just, like, gave, like, 100%. No matter how stupid the stoop the movie was. Like, yeah. every time she would give 100% of her energy. And it was just great. So, I want that from my M. No? That's good. I went with my fan favorite. Who was supposed? To be, who was always a fan favorite to be a Bond? I went with Idris Elba. Yeah, as my M. Nice. See, I want him as one of my like other agents. Yeah. I want him in a movie as like 009 or I something want, like that. I want or... him as the old, the old yeah. age, not the old agent, but again, like the agent who's like, now I'm in charge of this. And yeah. I've I've been promoted. I've been I'm promoted. I'm no <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. I'm the M. Yeah. Um, and I want like that just. Kind of same thing. Like, you almost get that he's stuck in the job. He's doing it. He loves it. But it's that, like, exhaustion because, like, it's like Bond's here, sir. And you're like, seriously, the embassy again? <laughs> hey, it was there. There were tanks of gasoline yeah. in the basement. You didn't have to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You what weren't you even mean? supposed to be there. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's also that, like, kind of that inner conflict with the other agencies where yeah. it's like, like the, oh, what what are the other ones? Like the Ministry of of Transportation's on the phone. Why do I need to talk to the Ministry like, of Transportation? The Ministry of Magic's on the phone. <laughs> That's an entirely different Bond film. And if we can link all three of these movies together, it would be great. But like, he's dealing with other government officials, and he's yeah. just like, well, that was that was actually the good thing about Spectre. Remember, mm-hmm. he was dealing with um, I don't remember the character's name, but or the actor's name, but the um. The Moriarty actor from the, he was like starting that like that surveillance program, right? Yes. Um, and they were dealing with that, and like Ray Fiennes is like, God, I don't want to deal with these people. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I'm dealing with all the, and that's one of the things I didn't. I think it was in one of those. One of those things. Ah, sorry. One of the things I don't really love about newer ones is where it's like, oh the days of having actual spies is over because we're just going to use computer technology. And mm. I'm like... But see, that's why I don't want mine set in, like, the close future. No, and that's right? what I don't like, like about them. You still need stuff like that today. Which is right? why I wanted to go back because I wanted it to be... You can't just be like, we're spying on them with this satellite. Mm. It's literally, we need this giant room of a computer to analyze the one code. Yeah. But again, like, also why I also said, like, I don't want these people going after giant corporations yeah. or like i don't want them going after an elon musk type bad guy i want them going after like the proud boys in the states hmm. like they've organized to the point where they're actually a threat they're mm-hmm. a real real threat right like they're gonna do something very bad not mm. that they don't do bad stuff now but you know what i mean yeah. um so we have to we go have to in stop and them. stop them right well you have to infiltrate and get yeah, yeah. so makes sense but like a little up. more a little more friendly neighborhood Spider-Man than Galactic Spider-Man. Do you know Aww. what I mean? <laughs> like Galactic Spider-Man. So. But yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think. And there, there could be another Bond. <laughs> but my, my, yeah. He's British. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> but I also want my movie to not really leave England. 
Yeah. I want it to be more about MI6 having a threat to England, but right? that's fine. Because I feel like that's always the thing where it's they send him off yeah. to another country and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. But when, like that's how like both of ours work for that. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, there is a threat from this country coming to England. The Scottish that's... the Scottish are upset. <laughs> well, would you could just do UK. <laughs> nope. The Scottish are upset and are gonna attack the UK. <laughs> Get uh, Simon Pegg in there as the villain and his terrible Scottish accent that he does for Scotty. <laughs> At least it's better than James Dewan's. <laughs> so. Oh. All right. Bond. Bond. Bond, 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 bond. This has been a pretty contentious bond, bond, bond. thing over the years. Um, let me look it up. Like, who is in who is in running to play Bond now? Um, oh, you're looking that up. I will, who, right? I will talk. I'll talk about mine. Who is in the running for James Bond? Who is it? The next 20 James Bond actors who could replace Daniel Craig. Okay. So, Tom Hardy. Okay. I think he's too... Uh, too old. Henry Cavill. Yep, that's who I have. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee Jane Page, who looks like he's from Bridgerton. Mm. Yeah, could mm-hmm. be a good Bond. Yeah. Uh, Lashana Lynch, who was the... Other agent in the last movie, yeah. who was amazing, Killian Murphy, who would be a very interesting Bond. Um, Sam Hugan, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Outlander or SAS Red Notice. Mm-hmm. Richard Madden, who yeah. would also do well. Um, Dev Patel. I could see Dev Patel. Well, I think Dev Patel could definitely. So Richard Madden and Dev Patel could definitely play that more cerebral i'm a real spy bond instead of the actiony one yeah whereas most of these other guys who are are super actiony mm-hmm. um tom hilson james mm-hmm. norton who i don't know um henry golding who's the looks like the uh-huh. crazy rich asian guy i was gonna say then jamie from... bell no no uh and then a person who i picked john boyega <laughs> john boyega um dan stevens Daniel Kaluuya, who would also be really good. Mm-hmm. Clive Standen, no. Uh, Tom Hopper, <laughs> no. And Chiwetel Ejiofor. I said no because one of them is The Rock. The Rock can be Bond. No, The Rock can't be Bond. That would be a great Bond. He's he's going to be the. A, he's American. He no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he is going to be the Bond in my Canadian intelligence show. That's fine. Because then that would be hilarious. Yeah. Where he's just like kind running like around. Him and Sam Jackson from yeah. the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just blowing shit up. So you picked Henry Cavill. I went with Henry Cavill. For obvious reasons. He's Henry Cavill. Yeah. Is he going to do a shotgun his arms again? He's got a shotgun the arms. But he's going to be in like the nice like 50s suit. So. <laughs> but again, did, did, I want him to be a brawler. Did you ever watch The Man from Uncle? <sighs> no, but I know he was in it. Yeah. He was. I. As. As. <laughs> Not great as that movie was, I really mm-hmm. did enjoy that movie. I think the interactions between the characters was really well done. He played a good spy. Yeah. So. I think he could. And again, I don't think you do the beefed up uh, Witcher, Henry Cavill, or Superman. Like, I think you do the dressed yeah. up, yeah, proper English, but then I want him to, to Sherlock be... Sherlock Holmes, Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't move, Henry. You're going to rip the suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
He wore down like four Witcher suits. <laughs> yeah. Those are made of like leather. <laughs> He's a big dude. Um, but yeah, and I, I like I want him to be the spy. I want him to be uh, the charmer, which is what I think he has the charisma for. Um. Yeah, and I want him to be, like I said, he's an ace shot and he's a brawler. Like I don't want kung fu. I don't want. I just want him to be like, all right, we're boxing this out. Yeah. Rolls up the sleeves, shotguns it out, and away he goes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, me. Yeah. Whereas I picked John Boyega. Um, I kind of want the the street tough kid. <laughs> um, like one of the big things is is the um. The Cockney accent. Uh. Okay, hold on. We'll come back to this. Freya's interrupting. Okay, baby interruption. So as I was saying, with the John Boyega, I really do want it to be a person who can infiltrate. I want James Bond to go undercover sometimes. I mm-hmm. want him to be able to do that stuff. So it would necessary. I want him to be able to do whatever is necessary for a position. And I want yeah. for a job. I think it would be good with him too, because you could be like. Switch accents, yeah, right, like midway, and just be like, "Oh, I thought you were British. Now I'm American now." Woo-hoo. And I think he's a really, really talented actor. I really, oh, he like. Is. It's kind of unfortunate that he was in a Star Wars franchise. Um, let's face it, Star Wars franchises tend to wreck people, um, and like he hasn't. Unless you're Mark Hamill, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because or like, Harrison Ford, <laughs> yeah. Well, but Mark Hamill only did voice work after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Um, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I picked him. I All think right. he'd be really good for that. I think it'd be awesome to see him as this international spy. So I think he'd do well. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for Bond. Bond, 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 Bond. No, I'll try again. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, Bond, 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 Bond. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Chris, where can they find us? Oh, you can find us on all podcast servicing. Uh, look for us at Recasted. Uh, check for the one that has many episodes because yeah. we've been doing probably about two hundred and something. Yeah, this is season four, so we've got a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on Facebook and all the other places as well. Okay. Check me out on in. Oh, Instagram and Etsy at the Canuck Comic Eye Store. Check out Danielle at Fiona Beer. Yep. And I'm just here. And Hass is here on the podcast. We have one more franchise we're going to st- speak about, mm-hmm. which is going to be fun next yep. week. It's going to be hard because it is, of all of them, the most ongoing of all the franchises. Right. Does Hass not remember? Completely forgot what it was. I got there. Uh, this one is going to be a little more than just, hey, at the end. So we're going to talk about Marvel. We're going to talk about some Marvel. So next week what we'll do is we're going to talk about Marvel and probably how we're going to integrate X-Men and probably Fantastic Four because we know they're eventually coming yeah. into the into the whole so thing. We'll, we'll discuss. Um, we probably won't go through the whole list of who who's playing who. But we, might, we might add some You're more after. than welcome to pick a couple of X-Men and stuff that you want to choose to pull Gene! through. Whoever can Scott! yell Gene and Scott. Um, but it'll be, it'll be Bob. more of a discussion on like who, what characters we want to keep, who, what characters we don't want to have in the system. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then how, how will that 
Enter. Enter the universe that we know and love mm-hmm. as the MCU. So, from all of us here at Recasted, go think about everything Marvel.